From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, April 5th. I'm Sarah Reif. More than a dozen people marched on Civic Center in Ukiah Saturday, calling for an end to police brutality and more mental health services in the wake of Gerardo Magdaleno's beating at the hands of Ukiah police officers. On April 1st, Magdaleno, a schizophrenic bipolar man, took some non-prescription drugs after running out of his psychiatric medications. He was wandering nude on South State Street when an encounter with Ukiah police officers escalated into officers tear-gassing, tasing, kicking, and punching Magdaleno multiple times in the head. Videos began circulating online almost immediately. Magdaleno was taken to jail after a medical clearance, but returned to the hospital the next morning. By Saturday night, he was at home with his family after his sister posted bail. He was charged with public intoxication, possession of drug paraphernalia, and felony resisting or threatening an officer. Early Saturday afternoon, protesters broke out signs similar to the ones they carried during last summer's Black Lives Matter protests in the wake of George Floyd's death beneath the knee of now-former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin. At the head of the procession in Ukiah was Josiane Zelata Batiste, expertly steering her daughter Odessa's red wagon through the construction on State Street. There's no reason for violence. There's no reason for two, three, four, five cops on one person. And uh, I'm just pretty much disgusted and sad. And it's scary to have a daughter. It's scary to be Latin. And I love Ukiah so much. I'll never stop sticking up for Ukiah, but I feel like we're spiraling out of control as well as the rest of the country. It just brings us back to what? When were, what was the Rodney King? All the early 90s with all that stuff? It's like, it's just a huge cycle that's like happening all over again. And it's just so ridiculous that racism is even a issue these days. Like, we've got so many other pressing issues, and people are still stuck on what you look like. Grow up. Shai, who witnessed part of the incident, came from Philo to participate in the march. I drove past it after it happened. I saw him on the ground and in, I don't know the name for it, but the kind of way that they detained him that had his legs out and he was sitting upright. Did you understand what was happening then, or did you put it together later when you saw the videos? I put it together once I saw the videos. I thought perhaps he was sick because I saw the firefighter and thought that he was getting care and was concerned because of the amount of police cars, and then seeing the report knew that it was not care, it was violence. A woman named Ashley wore a cap that said, You are on native land, and carried a sign that said, Divest and invest in solutions. I'm marching today um, because I saw the video and it immediately reminded me I have I had an American Indian uncle who was murdered by the San Diego Police Department during a mental health episode. He had a shovel um, in front of my grandmother's house and my grandmother called the police on him. San Diego Police Department responded and and murdered him. So kind of we're seeing these this brutality and and I think that Ukiah Police Department has, could adopt, um, you know, like kind of like my sign says, a crisis response team made up of mental health professionals to respond to these types of mental health crises that we just saw in the videos. Jordan Ugla, too, wants more mental health resources. In early September of last year, the Board of Supervisors approved a recommendation by the Measure B Citizens Oversight Committee to use Measure B money to fund mobile outreach teams that would pair psychiatric workers with sheriff's deputies. 
Thursday's incident took place on the border of the city and county jurisdictions. If we invested in mental health services and if we invested in mental health crisis response, then, I mean, we wouldn't have even need, needed the crisis response if he had the resources to begin with. So um, I would be happy to pay more taxes to fund uh, support for marginalized people, for disabled people, for mental health services. And I'm not very happy that my tax money is going to pay police officers that beat people that are in crisis when it's not necessary. Well, we are paying more taxes with Measure B. Great. Video shows Magdaleno being punched in the head for about 20 seconds straight, sometimes simultaneously by two officers who are pinning him to the ground. Ukiah Police Chief Justin Wyatt had no comment on Friday, but a press release signed by a subordinate described the blows as distraction strikes, which, quote, allowed the officers a brief opportunity to place Magdaleno into handcuffs, and the technique was ceased. A man named Cooper believes it's time to rethink the budget. The, the response always ends up with police departments getting a larger budget, and that's never going to solve the problem. And so we need to allocate our resources in a way that focuses on what the underlying problems are, which is, you know, lack of services for mental, for mental health, and more generally, uh, lack of services, um, you know, for the community itself. And so that's why I'm out here today. What did you think about the press release that called the blows distraction strikes? Yeah, that was uh, pretty offensive. I mean, just, you can look at it and understand exactly what they're doing. And it's not a distraction strike. Do you even know what a distraction strike is? Because I, I don't. No, I have no idea. It sounds like something made up to justify police looking for an excuse to punch the man in the face. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.